Every year, every year I do a wee bookmark for the shops, as you know. Uh, if you've been coming here every year for the past maybe six or seven years, I do a wee bookmark. It's a wee homemade one, so it's not necessarily over professional. I just do it on my computer and I print it in my wee printer and I laminate it with my wee £13.50 laminate machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I cut them with a pair of scissors, £4.50 out of Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> Not found land for a change. Nancy worked in found land, she used to get me everything. It was great. Cost a pound. So that's everybody got a wee, a wee bookmark, I think. So uh, what I do around about November, uh, I usually start just start to pray and ask the Lord if he would just show me a text for the year, uh, the following year. And uh, for some reason or other, the Lord just always speaks to me and always gets something that I probably feel is pretty relevant. I always send it to Graham uh, and Bill as the church leaders and make sure they're happy with it. So the verse for this year is uh, from Deuteronomy 31 and 8. The Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. De Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 8. And then a wee, a wee chorus or hymn that kind of has meant a lot to me just the fact the past uh, couple of months God will make a way for there seems to be no way with love and strength for each new day he will make a way lovely isn't it one of, one of my relatives was going through a wee difficult time a very close relative was going through a wee difficult time a few weeks ago and uh, had, a, had a kind of four mile I had a four-mile car journey, and uh, I just prayed to God, Lord, I just want to ask you to make a way. And I prayed that about 50 times in a four-mile car journey. And thankfully, the situation worked out well. It seemed as though it was an impossible one. It seemed that way. But it worked out. And God is the God of the impossible. God's the God of the impossible. And you'll find that out if you trust him and show your faith in him in 2022. So if everybody's got a wee bookmark, then keep it in front of you and the Lord will surely bless us. Now, I'm hoping this thing, oh, Ching Sandy's got it started for me. I was just hoping that would work. And it has. It's got me one minute. So if you've got a Bible, if you want to turn uh, up your Bible, I've got it on the screen. If this wee clicker doesn't work, I'll just ask Andy to move on for me. God will be with you in 2022. That's the big one. God will be with you 
2022, as God has been with you in 2021, he'll be with you, he'll be with me in 2022. Have trust and faith in God that that's what will happen in your life. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I am now 120 years old and I'm no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sinon and Og, the kings of the Amorites whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Verse 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. Sorry, Andrew, forgot my Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Grab a hold of that this year. He will never leave you in any circumstance or forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them. Bear in mind, they had been in captivity in Egypt for 450 years. And you must divide among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Amen. And God will surely bless the reading of his word. Andy, I just need to think, depend on you. Oh, things have got it. I don't know if that was me or if it was Andrew. A wee quick background. Just a wee quick background. Uh, the children of Israel were slaves in Egypt. They'd been there for 450 years. And at the end of the day, they, 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 they were actually guests to begin with. But uh, basically, a new leader was appointed, a new pharaoh, and he was he was uh, he, he needed slave labor, and the Israelites were good for slave labor, and they wanted to get out of Egypt, and God saw their need, and they crossed the Red Sea, and they were delivered from slavery, being led by Moses. They wandered in the wilderness for forty years. And God promised them possession of the land, a land flowing with milk and honey, Canaan, which is modern day Israel. And Moses brought them to the banks of the Jordan, right to the edge of the Jordan, where they were going to cross over into Canaan, the promised land. And he handed over leadership, Moses handed over leadership to Joshua, because Moses was told that he wouldn't uh, go into the promised land, into Canaan. And he handed over leadership to, uh, to Joshua. Now, this is just a wee map. I'm not going to do a geography lesson. I was never very good at geography at school, so I'm not going to try and impress anybody. But the, basically, the Israelites left here at Goshen, just at the end here. That was in Egypt. That's where they were getting really, really oppressed. And they crossed the Red Sea up here. You see up the top? 
and they come down right down here, down to Mount Sinai, they come up there, and that's them going through the desert. Now, the desert was really warm, really arid. It was a terrible place to be. For 40 years, they circled and they circled and they circled in the desert for 40 years being led by Moses. And eventually they come away up here where you see Mount Nebo, you see that, and Jericho, and they crossed at Jericho. I think it was probably Gilgal they crossed it. They crossed, but that's only about 20 miles from Jerusalem. So they were right at the edge of the River Jordan at Mount Nebo, and they were able to cross into Canaan, the Promised Land. So they were brought on this journey, 40-year journey. If they had gone from there up, straight up to Israel, it'd probably have taken take, no, about 12 days, maybe 15 days. But 40 years they travelled in the desert. God in the initial stages was frightened that if they went straight, they would choke it. They wouldn't be able to go the distance because all the enemies would just come in and frustrate them and kill them and do all sorts of things to them. And they didn't have the kind of faith and trust in God at that point to go the short road. I think God also wanted to teach them some lessons as well. If you could move that one, Andy. So there's just a kind of wee breakdown of that. So you, you saw, this is the desert area that they were in here. And then they eventually come up here, up to Mount Nebo, as I showed you in the other one. And this is Canaan, modern day Israel. This is Canaan, the promised land that they were promised after all these years. They were promised the promised land. And Moses climbed up Mount Nebo. And Moses was able to look right across the whole of Israel. And he could see Canaan from bottom to top, nothing to impede him because he was up in Mount Nebo. And the Bible tells us that he died. He died up there. And he was buried up there. And nobody knows where he was buried. And he handed, handed over the reins to Joshua. And Joshua took his people into the promised land. This is just what I want to speak about for maybe... And until Margaret does that, until Sheila does that, or Joe does that, so at some point. So the first point is the Lord himself, the Lord himself will lead the way in 2022. There's not going to be a day in 2022 when we don't need God's grace and we don't need God's peace. There's not going to be a day when we don't need God's grace and we don't need God's peace. Let me say this. You'll not find God's peace in your life if you don't experience God's grace. We need to experience God's grace. We need to have an experience of repentance and forgiveness and coming to fore, before God and asking him into our life to experience God's peace. One thing we all want in 2022 is peace, isn't it? We all want peace in our church, in our family life, in our personal life, in our work life, in our university life, in our school life, in our retirement life. 72. In our retirement life. So I'm busier than I ever was. But we all want peace. 
in 2022. And only the Lord can bring you that peace if you've experienced God's grace. We'll need it even more, I think, this year than we needed it last year. I think we will. Running the race in 2022 without God is hopeless. You'll end up worn out. You'll end up worn out. You might feel worn out anyway. God's people here have endured bondage, oppression. They were abused. They were mistreated. They needed rescued. They needed a way of escape. They were desperate for freedom. Freedom from the bondage they were in. How often have you felt that you were just desperate for a bit of freedom in your life? You felt under bondage. If you know the Lord Jesus in your heart for salvation, you have that freedom. Sometimes we can put ourselves back into chains. And the reason we do that is that we don't trust and don't have faith in God the way we should have. But God saw their need. Perfect timing. God saw their need. The children of Israel in bondage at Egypt and God saw their need exactly where they were. And he led them out of slavery, away from the Egypts, Egyptians. Sorry. He set them free from oppression, from bondage, from captivity, all the things that held them down and held them in. Forty years in the desert. Forty years. Wandering. Moses leading them, and God leading Moses, but still wandering. They learned through every hard and grueling step how they needed to depend on God. How much is that like you and me today? <clears throat> Sometimes we just need to learn through every hard and grueling step how much we need God. Been a bit frustrated with myself in 2021. That sometimes I've been going through hard and grueling steps. And it's dawned on me maybe a couple of weeks later. Why did you not bring God into that Sunday? Why did you not bring God in the, the beginning? Why are you trying to sort things out? You should know how often does God need to teach you Sunday? Bring the Lord into the situation at the beginning. He sees you at your very point of need. And what does he do? Does he, does he stay a distance from you? Does he stay away from you? Does he keep your arms length? No. He embraces you. He comes right in alongside you. The Lord will lead away in 2022 where there seems to be no way. You might be facing uncertainty in 2022. And I'll tell you, most of us are. But he will lead us through the most difficult territory. You don't know what's going to face you. You don't know what's in front of you. The Lord will lead you through the most difficult territory. Isaiah 58, verse 11. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land, we don't find that too often. And he will strengthen your frame. Poor Andrew said to me, you're getting a bit fat, Grandpa. I said, son, could you just call me Sunday? 
could you, could you just maybe say that a strong friend, you know, friend of your friend? You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. God had promised his people a land full of blessing, and look where they were. In the middle of a desert. But you know something? That promised land was worth fighting for. Your promised land is worth fighting for. Your family is worth fighting for. Your beginnings is worth fighting for. I always remember that we've got the victory because the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. The Lord will lead us. The Lord will lead us. But we don't just say to the Lord, well, go on with it, Lord. And sit behind and do nothing. It's a partnership. With a partnership in new beginnings, with a partnership with the Lord, it's a partnership. He looks for something from us. When the Lord said to Moses, here's a job I want you to do, he said, Lord, I can't speak. Lord, I've got, I've got, I've got no ability. And God says to Moses, I want your availability. I want your availability. Moses had the wrong attitude to begin with when God said, I want you to leave my people. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not academic enough. God says, I want your availability. I want you to change your attitude because I'm going to lead you. Your attitude affects your altitude. Hang on, I need to work out what that means again. Your attitude affects your altitude. In other words, if you want to be closer to God, you need to have the right attitude. You've got to have the right attitude. How's it going to be if the public come in? God's leading us. We've got the victory. We've won the battle. We're going through difficult times. But God gives us a smile on our face and the public walk into the coffee house. Eh, can I get a roll sausage? Am I okay? Right, is this a Christian place? Oh, it's a Christian place. We're all really happy. <laughs> I mean, just look at our faces. It's lovely to see you. It's a joy. It's, a, it's just a joy to be here. Just on the But listen, listen, your attitude affects your attitude. If you want to stay down there, you'll do it. You can stay down there, down there all the time. My daddy used to say, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit all the time. It's not a problem. Aim for nothing, you'll hit all the time. So we need to have a smile on our face. When I come in on a Monday morning at the coffee house and I do a you know, and Joe's there, and Margaret's there, and, and, and Gary, and, and then Nancy's in on a Tuesday, and other folk, Margaret comes in, and other people come in. I always try to say to them, listen, the important thing today when people walk in the door, we've got a smile on our face and a song in our back. And people see Jesus in us. They see something different in us. They see Jesus in us. The Lord will be by your side. Thanks, Andy. And I labored that a wee bit. Sorry.
I'm going to take my watch off. Do you know what that means? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you should know that already. So the Lord will be by your side in 2022. He will be with you. See this God that goes before us. He'll also be with us. We need to keep that in mind. This is an amazing God. He goes before us, but he's with us. Because he can be at all places at all times. So he leads us and he's with us. God will be with you in 2022, the same as he was, was with you in 2021. It was a tough year, wasn't it? It was a tough year. Even taking COVID out of it, it was still a tough year. I don't know if you found that or not. I certainly did. It was a tough year in a lot of ways. And sometimes you feel a bit forgotten and you feel a bit left in your own. You can be in a place like this with people around about you. You can still feel a bit forgotten and you can still feel on your own a bit. But be assured, he will be with you. Even after all the, all the things the, Israels, the Israelites did, even though they let God down, they questioned them. They had so much to trust them for and so much to have faith in them for. But they had let them, up, they had let them down so many times. But here's what he still said in Exodus 33. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. How often have you been worn out in 2021? You've been worn out. Just the other day, I was driving into the fort with Margaret, and seriously, I could just have fallen asleep at the wheel. I don't know why, I just felt so tired. I think my diabetes would be playing up. I had it about four boxes after eight. And, and, you know, I don't know, I think. But I could just have fallen asleep. I could just have fallen asleep. I think I maybe indulged a wee bit, and Margaret put a, an appointment on, on me on for me for next week, the diabetic nurse, so you know, you know what she thinks. Too many after eights. It was Gail's fault for buying a big box of after eights. If they hadn't been there, I wouldn't have eaten them. You know now listen, God will be with us. Here's a big one. The hardest struggles that we'll face in 2022 are the greatest potential for growth and for patience and for endurance. We need to keep going. It's, it's sometimes tempting to chuck it. We need to keep going. And you know something? The more you keep going, the stronger you get. We often feel the battles are tough and that problems press hard on us. We feel a bit alone. But the toughest battles give you more patience and more endurance and more long-suffering. Sometimes we find ourselves in these positions. The battle seems too much for us. And God says, my presence will go with you. He reassures us. My presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. And bear in mind, even in the midst of turmoil, 
God can give us rest. Thank you, Andrew. The Lord will be your strength. The Lord will be your strength in 2022. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Please always remember that. I've had a bad year in 2021 with my trust and faith. Probably my worst year ever. I'm so disappointed in myself. So disappointed in myself. My trust and my faith has not been where it's always been most of my life. And I've had to give myself into a row. And I want to say something. I'm probably not the only person that's been there. And if you've been there, if you've been there, it's maybe easy for me to point to you, but I'm pointing back here. Somebody once said to me, when you point a finger out, remember you've got four. You've got other ones pointing back to you. see that we are four. But you've got these fingers pointing back to you. That's what we're doing. It just keeps putting me wrong. Yeah, four me up, says, by the way, son, you were wrong. We have not many fingers back. God will never leave you or forsake you. The Bible says in Exodus by Exodus by day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar and a cloud a pillar to guide them, and by night he gave them a fire. Now it was so arid and so warm that the cloud there was to stop the sun, and the pillar of fire was to give them heat and light. God promised them that he would never leave them. He never leaves his people. You know what the Bible says? The Lord will hem us in on all sides and keep us under his care. Front, back, not the same. He hems us in on all sides to bring us into captivity. No, he gave us freedom and he let us know that he's there on our journey. On our journey. We're never left to wrestle on our own in hard places and through hard times. We need, brothers and sisters, we need to work our faith and our trust in God because we're never, ever left on our own in hard times or in hard places. That doesn't mean to say that sometimes we don't feel we are. But be assured, Satan wants to trick the mind. The Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, the apostle Paul says. Why do you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind? After you know Jesus in your heart for salvation, Satan stops attacking you there and he just moves up here. He plays tricks in your mind. Graham shared this last week. My dad used to say, Sandy, good stuff in, good stuff out. Bad stuff in, bad stuff out. Keep renewing your mind. Keep renewing your mind. But he tells us to be still, to stand strong, and to know that he's fighting on our behalf. Last one, Andy. Thank you, Andrew. The Lord will help you in your fears. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name, Margaret, Nancy, Frank, Lorraine, Margaret, Hugh, Linda. Do, I was going to say Joe, but I couldn't remember his name. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. 
the Lord knows you by your name. You're mine. You're in, the, you're in the arms and the bosom of the Lord. When you pass through the waters, which you will do this year, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they'll not overwhelm you. Even you feel you're in at the deep end, they'll not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you'll not get burned. And the flames will not consume you, for I, the Lord your God, am with you, the Holy One of Israel. I'm your Savior. I'm your Savior. The hardest struggles are said give the most endurance. The hardest struggle, struggles give the most endurance. Just as I finish, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. If you could just move that one, Andy. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. How often in 2021 have you felt there will be no, I can't see a way out of this world. I'm in a situation and I don't see a way out of it. And sometimes the Lord's leading us in ways that don't, they don't seem as if there's much sense about it. Sometimes we just feel there's no way out or there's no way through. The mountain's too big. It's like facing Goliath. When the army faced Goliath, they thought, he's nine feet tall, he's too big. David, with a different attitude, said, he's nine feet tall, I can't miss him. He's nine feet tall, can't he miss him? A different attitude. Sometimes we feel there's no way out. Our problem is overwhelming. Have you been overwhelmed in 2021? I'll tell you, I'm off. Have you been overwhelmed more than once? I have. Have I trusted God totally to deal with this overwhelming feeling? I haven't. I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I need to make a commitment in 2022 for the trust and faith that I've always had in the Lord. And for that to be there in abundance. And that will grow the more we trust and have faith in him. Sometimes we don't feel we're not getting an answer. Lord, I need you to speak to me. I need an answer, Lord. I've prayed and 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 I'm not getting an answer. Well, that's tough. But we can trust God always. When the children of Israel arrived at Mount Nebo and the Jordan's in front of them, they were frightened about what was in front of them. They were frightened about what was in front of them. The Lord had parted the Red Sea for them, remember, and they had all crossed over, and the, the waters come back in and killed all the Egyptians that were chasing them. So they're, they're at the end of the, they're at, they're at the, 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 the bank sorry, of the River Jordan, just going to cross into the promised land and they're terrified, they're frightened. How are we going to do it? How are 
God going to make a way? Do you know what he did? He stopped the river. He stopped the river Jordan. And they crossed over in dry land. Just as he stopped the Red Sea, he stopped the Jordan and they crossed over. They were still going to deny God so many times and commit sin so many times when they were over the other side. But God took them over the other side. We can, just as I finish, we can always trust God. He's only good things in store for us. He only wants good things for you. Whatever way you're in, whatever road you're in, whatever journey you're in, you're sitting in your promised land at the moment. It's where God wants you to be in new beginnings, in your own personal life, in your work situation. The Lord might move you. But regard to where you are just now is your promised land and have this positive attitude in your heart that God will be with you in 2022. He will look after you. He will watch over you. He will care for you. He will never leave you or forsake you. No matter how alone you feel, the road might not have been what you would have chosen, or how you would have accomplished things. But we need to thank God for his sovereignty. I just mean that God's, God's always in charge of everything. Even although we can't understand that, sometimes we need just to recognise, Lord, you are sovereign. I don't quite know why you're doing things the way you are. Sometimes lessons we learn, we only learn them looking back after we've been through the situation. That's when we learn them. After we've been through. I'm going to finish. I always get a wee bit concerned about what Margaret's going to say to me in the car and back home. Or, or, or she didn't say anything. That's even worse. I've got a wee poem. Gailfrey stayed with us and with the kids and that and Margaret. So I didn't tell them I was under the poem. And uh, my brother Joe is the master of poems, so I feel a wee bit under pressure for a wee poem just to finish. Po poem about New Beginnings Church, so it's of any church. I think that I shall never see a church that's all that's, that it should be. A church whose members never stray beyond the straight and narrow way. A church that has no empty pews, whose members never have the blues. We have gentle, mild, and listen, that's Nancy. We have gentle, mild, and godly is how they speak. And none are proud, and all are meek. Where no one ever tells we lies, or makes complaints, or criticizes. We're all are always sweet and kind, and all to others' faults are blind. Such perfect churches there may be, though none of them are known to me. But this new year we'll pray and plan to make new beginnings the best we can. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
thanks very much for your your patience. I don't know how long I took, but at least Joe Brown smiling behind his mask. <laughs> it was a reasonably okay.